Ooh, welcome back. It's Wild Card Weekend. My name is Andrew. I'm here with my co-host Garrett Davis. Garrett, how you doing today? You know, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. This beautiful Tuesday. You guys are hearing this on a Wednesday. It's only what, like three degrees outside? It is. It's been five degrees outside five in upstate degrees out. New York. Yeah, it's beautiful. Sunny day. You know, oh, couldn't wicked, ask for any better. Wicked sunny. Car didn't want to start before work or after work, so it was a little rough. You guys are hearing this on a Wednesday because the national championship was was on Monday, which we decided to uh, watch that before we do the podcast. And we got some shit weather on Monday, which made it even better. So, what were your thoughts? Assuming you watched the whole game. Uh, so, I missed part of the third quarter just because my Celtics went and decided they needed to go overtime against the Pacers, uh, and they did win, so we're good on that. But, um, you know, I'm not shocked by the outcome based on how the game was played. If you had told me before the game that Alabama was going to get blown out 33-18 to 18 because... Jamison Williams wasn't going to be able to go basically in the second half. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. But if you told me that Jamison Williams played the whole game and then Alabama got blown out, I'd be shocked by that. Well, if you told me before the game that Jamison Williams went out, um, I wouldn't have made any of the parlays that I made. Well, sports betting is not legal in New York. So it was. I think that was the turning point of the game. It started off slow either way. Well, like what was working for Bama, and I think I texted you this, was like they were getting Georgia to go east-west and basically make the linebackers chase their speed outside. And it was working. They were just getting the ball out quick, you know, going no huddle, moving the chains, you know, three, four down drives, making Georgia work on defense. And as soon as Williams went out of the game, their game plan had to change because they just they lost a weapon. Like, Mechie was already out. They didn't have him. And it forced them to kind of go deep more. And that's not going to work against Georgia. They're too disciplined. They have too good of a pass rush. And it ended up letting them down in the end. Um, but, I mean, if Alabama's healthy, I'm, I don't see Georgia winning that game. I just don't. So, I, I completely agree. I, uh, I don't think it came down to Georgia even playing better football than Alabama. I think Alabama just kind of lost all hope with, with their two best receivers not being in the game. And, like, let's be honest, Alabama's offensive line is not – really anywhere near where it was last year in terms of I mean it's still pretty it's still, good. No, it's still They're going to have good. like the third pick in the draft on the I line. think he's going one. We'll talk about that future though. Um, one. Yes. All right. I do think that and and I don't I'm assuming you saw Nick Saban's post game interview. I actually have not seen anything. So there's a clip of one of in, in Nick Saban's post game interview where they had Bryce Young and uh Williamson, I think of Alabama. Yeah. On the on the on the table with him, and they went to leave. Like the, the they got dismissed by the crowd, and Nick Saban was like, "Hang on, can you guys just sit down for a second? Like, I, I want to say something." And he was like, "This one national championship game does not define these two players at all." He said, "These two players are part of the main reason that we got to where we were this year, and take what you what happened today with a grain of salt because these two have a, a fantastic career with Alabama and." the NFL ahead of them. That's just the gist of it. There was obviously more. But, I mean, class act by Coach Nick Saban to, like, keep his players' heads up after a devastating loss to Georgia. But I think total in the game, I just don't... I wasn't impressed with realistically either side of... I never felt like either Georgia... Either offense of the game. I never felt like Georgia ever took control of the game. No. I don't... I don't I never felt that way. I felt like Alabama gave it to them because they just ran out of plays. And let's be honest, the game shouldn't have been the score that it was because, I mean, Bryce Young's pick six to end the game was kind of just, I need to do something. Let me try to force this ball to where it is. And Georgia just happened to run the ball back. I think it was defense heavy on both sides of the ball. I think Alabama and Georgia were able to say, all right, well, Bennett and Young, you guys are doing absolutely nothing. And, and we're just going to see whose defense outlasts the other. It was a field goal game for the entire first half. I mean, the first touchdown wasn't scored until halfway through the third. So That field goal getting blocked was, that oh, was yeah. a pretty important play. That ends up coming back big because then Bama's probably not um, in desperation mode down a touchdown or down nine, basically. You know, they don't have to go so quick. They can maintain the short passing game. And that pick six probably doesn't happen. Um Look, I, I mean, come on. Nick Saban's the best coach in college football. Like, 
He makes the college football playoff every year. They're going to be back next year. I think they're going to be better than this year. This was a down year for Alabama. Like, this was a down year for Alabama, and they played in the national championship game. They were like a fluky team all year long. They, you know, had a close one with Cincinnati. I mean, not a close one, but it was close enough with Cincinnati. They blew out Georgia, and then they lost to Georgia in a game where their best player, two of their best players aren't able to go. And, you know, they just kind of ran out of time, and they lost. I mean... Congrats to Kirby Smart. I still have zero faith in you whatsoever to execute a game plan against the top. We saw it last night. They still couldn't get anything going. Yeah, their defense played really well. I, they they played really well in the first half, and then even still in the second half. But like, well, it, it's it, not like they dominated the game. I, Alabama I was, moved the ball. Like they moved the ball really well between the twenties. They just weren't able to cash in. So there was part of me going into it, and I I had made a, a huge long post to. Like our fantasy football group chat on because I had sent my parlay and gave my thoughts on what was going to happen in the game based on what I had chosen, and my exact words is I think Georgia is way more talented than Alabama, but Nick Saban is going to outcoach Kirby Smart till till no end, and and my statement kind of showed with a what could have been pick six to start the game and and I, I immediately texted you I was like that's not good for Alabama like they needed to be able to hold Georgia intact to start this game Georgia intact to start this game and it, it just it, it started off very bad and then kept being very bad for both sides of the ball I am in no way ever going to say that Alabama is still out of championship games based off of this terrible loss to Georgia because it's still Alabama and I'd be able to put a, I'd be willing to put a lot of money that they are there next year and I assuming you agree I mean you're calling it a terrible loss to Georgia like Georgia was the favorite team they were the number one team in the country all year. They lost a game to Alabama where Alabama just went crazy. It's just like, it's not terrible. It's not a terrible it's a loss. Disheartening like, loss. It's a, it's I don't a, even think it's disheartening. Like if you told me six weeks ago Alabama was going to be playing for the national championship, I don't know if I would have believed you. They almost lost to Auburn. Like this was a this was a down year for Alabama. It was a down year. Like they yeah. were the fourth best team in the country basically all year long. In my opinion, they were the fourth best team in the country. And they got to the national championship game, and they lost to the team that was the best team all year, according to you know, the the pros and you know the people that do that for a living. Like, it's not a devastating loss at all. Like, they have a young quarterback who's going to be the number one pick in the draft in his future. Like, that's going to happen. They're going to be in the national title game next year. the The three receivers they got coming up behind Mechie and Williams are just as good. Like, their offensive line is going to be better. They got four more studs coming on defense next year. Alabama is going to be fine. They don't have a lot of juniors and seniors, I don't think. No, this though. is an incredibly young team. They lost yeah. everybody last year. Well, they're losing. They're losing Evan Neal. Their offensive yeah, tackle. Neal's gone. He's going in. The they're top losing three. their two receivers. Yep. It, so defensively, they're going to lose a few guys, like they always do. Doesn't matter. They're restocked. They're yeah. going to be fine. Like this was a down year for Alabama, and they still played for the national title game. At, not, not concerned about them at all. They'll be back. Like this isn't even devastating. It's just not. It's our guys got hurt. We didn't have a way to attack the defense, the number one defense in the country. We couldn't, you know, we just couldn't finish the game. It is what it is. It happens. Um, I don't really. Is there anything else you want to say? Is there anything you saw with potential draft prospects? Yeah, that I'm going to say it again. I, I've been saying it for like a month now. N'Kobe Dean is going to be the best player in this draft. Like he's he's the middle linebacker for Georgia. You just love your middle linebackers. I, listen, okay, I told you last year, Micah Parsons was going to be a top three player in this draft. He was the best rookie all year. It's not even close. Like, everybody's like, oh, linebacker positions are a dime a dozen. Okay, that's fine. You can plug and play the linebacker position. But you know what? When you get a stud at that position, you get a stud at that position. I mean, like a person made a noticeable defense to the – or noticeable effect to the Cowboys' defense. Um, And I I, I do agree that – I don't know. It, it's. I'm telling you right now. I watched Georgia like seven times this year. Every time I watched them, every single play, Dean was in on it. That dude just makes plays. He's around the ball the whole game. He can cover. He can rush the passer. He can stop the run. He's going to be the best player in the draft. He's not even. He won't even go top five probably, and he'll be the best player in the draft. He will be better than Micah Parsons was this year. 
I'm, you can that's you, a bold you can put statement. that one right there. That is a Nicole bold Dean statement. will be better than Micah Parsons next year. I will put that on afterwards. You can go ahead and put that one on the board. Yeah. I'm good with that. That's fine. I've felt that way for probably about four weeks. I think he's that good. He's explosive. He reminds me a lot of Darius Leonard. Like he's Darius Leonard to me, and Dar- we all know how good that guy is. Yeah. Like that's how I feel about that. All right. And I think John Mechie is going to be like he didn't play last night. If he plays last night, I think Alabama wins no problem. I think John Mechie's going to be a ridiculous receiver at the pro level. I think he's that good. All right. Is there anything anything else you think we needs to be added? I don't even have about anything. Either I mean, offense, defense. No, do, do I you want to do you want to pile on Stenson Bennett? I know how much you can't stand. That I guy. I don't need to. I I've said my piece. Um, I will tell the podcast. I I'm not a fan. I I don't think he's he's very good. I mean, he nobody had some very thinks good he's throws. good. No, I'm I'm I I think I think his journey to the national championship and where he came from as a two-star recruit going into college, went to Georgia, then went to a junior college and back to Georgia. I think it's great. I do. But I don't think a national championship is is going to should blow him up like I um, I'm assuming it will. Now if he Goes into the NFL, gets picked up as drafted or undrafted free agent. Good for him. Didn't like the performance I saw out of him. I'm happy for the kid. Just didn't like it. That's all I need to say. It's kind of annoyed with just like Twitter was going off about how good he is. And I was just like, he's not really that good. As soon as he gets back to campus, he's getting he's getting some action. That's all I know. Oh, yeah. You better be looking out for some Georgia. Georgia Bulldog women. Um, I want to talk about awards, though, for the NFL season now that we're over. Um, MVP kind of easy, I assume. I don't know who's your MVP. It's it's Aaron Rodgers. I'm disagreeing with the that. Two interceptions this season. I don't care. Okay, so your one is Tom Brady. I'm rolling with Tom Brady. Okay, Tom Brady leads the league in every stat category for quarterbacks. Okay, threw for five thousand yards. It's not really a legitimate five thousand yards because there was an extra game. Forty five touchdowns again. Had an extra game. Aaron Rodgers was only ninth in passer rating. They had a really good run game this year. He wasn't better than he was last year. So I don't understand how he just automatically gets the MVP. Well, I would say that um, his team is worse than, than Tampa's is and is the one seed. Is it, though? Yes. Like, right AB, now? AB, right now, a, hang no. on, Hang on. A.B., in and out of the lineup all year. Chris Godwin, in and out of the lineup all year. Mike Evans, in and out of the lineup all year. Rob Gronkowski, in and out of the lineup all year. Offensively, they were wrecked. Defensively, missing corners all season long. Defensive linemen, gone all year. Safeties, a wreck all season. Are they really better than Green Bay? Because when I look at Green Bay, I see, hmm, they have a top five offensive line in the league. Their defense is, can we stop with... Where does Tampa's offensive line rank to you? They're top three. Okay. They're top three. I'm, I'm not omitting that. Um... Why do we have such a problem with Green Day's Green Bay's defense? Their defense is loaded. Like, it's good. It's loaded. It's good. It's not better than Tampa's. Uh, yes, it is. Tampa's defense was terrible this year. Go look at the numbers. They gave up like the twenty seventh most passing yards in the league. It's because all their corners got hurt. Oh, what? Yeah. You don't compare. Your, our, let's let's say you compare linebackers and defensive line. Like the Smith brothers, the corners on Green Bay are way better. The defensive line is, other than Vita Vea, like, please give me somebody on the defensive line that's ridiculous this year. So, so we've we've officially just. I'm not saying. Hang on, I'm not saying that the Bucks aren't loaded. I'm saying this whole Aaron Rodgers has no help nonsense. It's the same bullshit we hear about LeBron James. All right, so tell he, me LeBron James doesn't have a loaded roster. Here, here's my here's my argument against against Tampa. Um, Tampa Bay has the better wide receivers. Do they? Uh. Devontae Adams is the best receiver in, yes. in football. Like, but I'm, give me Chris Godwin, Mike, and Mike Evans. That's fine. Over but when they're Devontae healthy, Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard. When they're healthy, I mean, give me that matters. Sure, I'll give you the fact that Aaron Jones is better than Leonard Fournette. But is he really though? By a lot. Leonard and Fournette. Leonard Fournette. Out. Leonard Fournette just missed the last what four games, and Aaron Jones missed three on the season. How about AJ Dillon? Who's better, AJ Dillon or Ronald Jones? Oh, AJ Dillon. Okay, exactly. Is there even any difference between A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones? Well, Aaron Jones is a better pass catcher. Is he? Yes. Is he that much better? Yes. Whatever. Leonard Fournette was catching balls. Like, I mean, that's fine. I. Okay. It's fine. 
Tampa has a better offensive line. Okay. Yeah. By how, by how much? It's In all spots, seriousness. but it makes a difference. Okay. Um, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to tell you that Tampa has the better linebackers and defensive line compared to the Packers. And the Packers have better corners because Tampa's have been hurt Levant, all year. Levante David was out for several weeks also. Like, now, another player that missed a ton of time. They I were, think the questionable one is safeties for both teams. It's not even close. The Packers have a better secondary. Like, their secondary is better. It's not... I don't know where that nonsense comes from that they don't have any help on defense. Like, it's just ridiculous. My, my statement is, is that I think Tampa is far and above defensively than the Packers are. I... And I don't, I don't think it's close. I understand Tom Brady had 5,000 yards. He had 45 touchdowns. He had the most most total tri- uh, attempts and completions, yada, yada, yada. It doesn't matter to me. I think it's Aaron Rodgers. There's was, Aaron Rodgers be- was Aaron like, Rodgers better this year than he was last year? No. Did Aaron Rodgers do anything this year to actually hurt his team from winning games? Was Tom Brady better than Tom Brady was last year? Yeah, yeah actually, I think he was. Tom Brady was not very good last year for a lot of games. I just I don't I don't understand. Did Aaron Rodgers this year do anything to hurt his team from winning games? Uh, what's the record? Thirteen and three. Yeah, and, and it could have been thirteen and four. four, and it could have been what? Oh, fourteen and three. But mm, I had to fight the whole vaccination thing, and then I had to lie about it, and then I had to cause all this drama, and you know. So, so I held. Hold on, I held out in the off season. And trashed my front office and was a jackass all year. I'm sorry, that stuff matters. So he came back and played for the Packers, missed one game because of a vaccination thing, and the Packers still went 13 and three, four, four. But yeah, yeah. Sorry. So I had asked you last week when a Chicago beat writer had said that Aaron Rodgers does not deserve it because he's I didn't an say asshole. He, I didn't say he doesn't deserve the Packers it. I didn't say he doesn't it. deserve it. Aaron Rodgers statistically was not better than Tom Brady this year. He was not better than Tom Brady was this year. What was Tom's interception to touchdown ratio? I don't know that off the top of my head. He I'm pretty more sure interceptions. he had seven Yeah, he had more interceptions Aaron, than Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers had two. Okay. Aaron I, Rodgers had, what, 38 touchdowns? What was the passer rating difference? Pro Football Focus graded Tom Brady as the number one quarterback in the National Football League this year. They graded Aaron Rodgers as the 11th best. Oh, it was QBR. I don't know what QBR was off the top of my head. Aaron Rodgers was one, Joe Burrow was two. Great. QBR also takes into account rushing statistics. The that's, arg- that's totally... I don't... QBR for me is not all about quarterback. And the argument of yours that Aaron Rodgers was not better than Aaron Rodgers was last year, that argument needs to stop No, being no, used. because... Okay, okay, but here's the thing. You don't win every. If you win MVP one year, to win it the next year, you have to be better than you were the year before. Why? Because you have to be. Why? Because that's how the so, MVP. So the, the MVP in every single sport. That's how the MVP goes. So so Aaron Rodgers it, won because it last if year. that was the case, LeBron James would win the MVP every single year. But that's not the case. So Aaron Rodgers won it last year. Yeah. Tom Brady throws for forty and four hundred and four thousand seven hundred fifty yards instead of what he did. Yeah. Tom Brady still deserves it because Aaron Rodgers didn't do as well as Aaron Rodgers did last year. I didn't say Tom Brady was the MVP last year. No. I'm saying for this year. Aaron Rodgers won it last year. Aaron Rodgers has his stats from this year. Tom Brady throws for 250 less yards and five less touchdowns. Does Tom Brady still deserve it because Aaron Rodgers didn't do as good as Aaron Rodgers did last year? The arg- I, I, I'm saying this because your argument that Aaron Rodgers needs to do better than he did last year to win the MVP I've always felt is that absolute way about bullshit because then it takes him out of the running completely because you you can't just be better than you were last year? I, I mean, no, and you had an extra game. You know, it's so much easier to say that. And you had an extra game. You couldn't be better than you were last year. He played one snap. What? He played one. What are you drive talking about? He, he played Lions. like the whole first half. He played the whole first half. What are you talking about? One snap. You had a whole extra game. I misspoke. I said one drive. He basically played against the Lions. He played the whole first half. Okay. That's and not one drive. That's two quarters. I just want to hear you admit that the argument of you need to be better than what no, you did No, I've last always year. felt that way. About every MVP discussion ever, that's how I felt. If you're going to win back-to-back MVPs, because that's a huge deal, people don't win back-to-back MVPs. If you win it one year, to win it the next year, you have to be better the next year. I 100% disagree. I, I'm sorry. You create a standard, 
okay, so you won the MVP with this standard. They're two you, completely no, different no, seasons. I don't care. I don't care. That's not how that works. What I'm saying is when you win an MVP award in one season, the next season, you're held to a higher standard because you just won the MVP. You were just said, you you were just declared the best player in football, the most valuable player. In order to become the most valuable player the next year, you have to be better than you were the year before. It's an unfair standard. That's my standard for the MVP. Yep. It's just Your like the Hall of Fame. Is fucking dumb. I don't Kid care. Show. I don't care That's if it's dumb. dumb. That's how I feel about it. I'm telling you, I would vote for Tom Brady for okay. MVP. He was better statistically than Aaron Rodgers. He leads in every category. Okay. Aaron Rodgers was the best quarterback in football this year. In my opinion. I have Aaron Rodgers won. Oh, so it's just whoever whoever was actually the best quarterback. Because if that's the case, then Brady should have won it like 13 times in a row. But that's not how it works. And I'm not, like, you're, oh, my fucking God. This this argument is pointless. The, the, the argument of, well, Aaron Rodgers wasn't better than he was last year. That's dumb. I, I, and I wholeheartedly agree, like, think that that's dumb. I think Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, is the MVP. Number two is Tom Brady. And number three, I don't really think it matters. I, I don't know. I don't... Cooper Cup, number three. Justin Tucker, number three. Sure, sure. I really don't care. I'm not giving it to Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. Okay, you don't have uh, to. You're not going to win back-to-back MVPs having a worse year than you did the year before with an extra game. Uh, that's fine. Not, you can't do that. I'm sorry. You can't set that precedent that, oh, you won it one year, and you weren't even like amazing. He wasn't even amazing last year. Like His statistics didn't blow me away. It's not like he threw for 50 touchdowns last year. If he threw for 50 touchdowns last year, then I could maybe yeah, forgive him for that. But you're talking about historic seasons. Like, these are amazing seasons that you, you're giving okay. me examples yeah. of. The, yeah, and? Like, I'm telling you, Tom Brady throwing for 45 touchdowns at the age of 44 is fantastic. That's great. That's amazing. But I think Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback this year. Well, we'll see in the playoffs. That's fine. When he chokes once again in Lambeau. Okay. Because that's where he's going to be, in Lambeau, and he's going to choke. But luckily, the MVP is a I don't care. regular season award. I don't award. care. I'm telling you, he didn't have this incredible historic season last year, so you don't get to be worse than you were last year and win it. When someone else is throwing Even for 5,045. The, the competition? Like The, the, the comp- competition? He plays against the Lions twice a year. That's not what I'm saying. The competition at the MVP award. You gotta let me finish. Aaron Rodgers has a completely different competition for the MVP award last year than he does Actually, this year. It they was are completely different seasons. I Comparing he last back- year's MVP to this one is dumb. I thought he backed into an MVP last year and robbed it from somebody that actually deserved it. Okay. Derrick Henry deserved the MVP last year, okay. and he wasn't. it wasn't given to him. And I agreed with you last year. And Aaron Rodgers is going to sit here and have le- worse stats than somebody else and back into an MVP? But the argument if that Derrick Henry we're talking deserved about- it we all know it's a quarterback award. Everyone okay, knows it. Fine. It doesn't Then matter. give it to the quarterback with the best stats. Because that's what they did last year. They said, oh, we're just going to give it to the guy with the best stats. So Aaron Rodgers had the best stats last year, and they gave it to him. So what was the best stats this year? Oh, Tom Brady does. Then give it to him. That's the precedent we've set. Oh, so, it, but so if you that's have the to... precedent that's going to be used for the MVP votes, then sure. Let, let's set it. Well, let's... That's what I heard. Like, well, Aaron Rodgers had the best stats, so it has to be him. Well, what if it's not him just because he has the best stat? Well, no, that's that's how it works. Okay, then he then Tom Brady's the MVP this year. That's what we said last year. We said Aaron Rodgers gets it because he has the best stats. That's what we were told. That's not the precedent I'm trying to set. I understand that. That's what was set last year. That's okay. what I heard. And if so, that's, that's going to be the precedent for every single voter and every single thing I'm going to see on ESPN, ESPN for the next four weeks until we see the, the, the awards given out, then sure, Tom Brady deserves it. He had the best statistical stats out of any quarterback. Personally, I think Aaron Rodgers deserves it. I think he was the best quarterback in football this year. I don't really think it was close. Can we move on? Yeah, defensive player of the year. Go ahead. It, it is TJ Watt. I'd like to bring up another Darius player. Darius Leonard. Yeah, I'd like to mention Darius okay. Leonard. Was TJ Watt on a top 10 defense this year? No. No. He was not. Was Darius Leonard on a top 10 defense? Oh, yeah, Darius Leonard yeah. was on the number one defense in National Football League. Okay. Who's the best player on that defense? On the Colts? Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard. Yeah. Who's the most impactful player on that defense? Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard. Now, Darius Leonard's not a stat filler. He's not. That's not what he does. He plays middle linebacker, and he's a coverage linebacker. So he's not going to have the sack numbers that T.J. Watt has. But just to put some into perspective, 
Darius Leonard had 74 solo tackles this year. He also had 120, and this was actually pre-last week. That's when I got these numbers. I did not recheck them because, you know, I felt like T.J. Watt would, or actually these were two weeks ago. Um, Two weeks ago, Darius Leonard had 74 solo tackles. He led the league. He had 121 combined or uh, combo tackles. That was also leading the league. He did have zero sacks. He didn't have zero sacks two weeks ago. He's a middle linebacker. I'll give it to him. Okay. He also had four interceptions, seven forced fumbles, four fumble recoveries. Yeah. Great okay. season. Great season. Mm-hmm. TJ Watt had uh, 31 this assisted was... tackles. Yeah, this was like two okay. weeks ago. He had th- 31 assisted tackles, 40 solos, uh, 17 tackles for loss. I think that's really impressive. Leonard only had uh, 12 tackles for loss this year, and I think he only had three quarterback hits. Watt's quarterback hits were ridiculous, so I'll give him that. Watt had four forced fumbles. He tied Strahan's sack record. Didn't break it. Needed yep. an extra game. It's a fluky it's record. He had no picks, and he had three fumble recoveries. One guy was on the best defense in football. The other guy was on, like, the 19th-ranked defense in football. It was somewhere around there. I understand T.J. Watt had an amazing season. The guy is incredible. I'm not saying he's not incredible. Who is more impactful for their defense? I think Darius Leonard is more impactful on the Colts. So you think the Colts that overall were a top 10 defense and the Steelers with T.J. Watt in a historic season or it being 19th, you think Darius Leonard is the more impactful? I think because Kenny, I, so Kenny Moore was also very good for the Colts. He was. Minka Fitzpatrick didn't do much. Joe Hayden missed a lot of you don't You don't get to sit here and go, Minka Fitzpatrick didn't do much when you call him like the best safety in football all the time. Why can't... Why, no, no, no. Why can I not have this precedent when after one bad season that... that then I can't sit here and say that he's the best safety in football. Like these is arguments Minka, that is you're Minka get- Fitzpatrick a top five safety? Yes. Okay. Okay. I think look, I, I think let, I think me, Jalen Ramsey is the best cornerback in the league, and he had a very bad season this year. All right. Let me finish my point okay. with Leonard. Okay. I'm doing this off eye test. All right. When I watch the Colts, I think Leonard is way more impactful on the field than Watt is, just because of Yes, the position he plays, and this is kind of the Aaron Donald argument, he can't be as impactful, so TJ kind of gets a, he gets a case here. But when you watch the Colts, if Darius Leonard's in the area, you basically can't throw at him because he's either A, going to decapitate your receiver, he's going to knock the ball down, or he's going to cause a fumble. Like you can't throw in his direction. TJ Watt, you can chip him, you can double-team him, you can take him out. How many deflected passes did you say yet? I didn't have that stat. I couldn't. Okay. F- that one was kind of hard to find. He had four in the last two weeks. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not saying Watts. Watts gonna win it. I just think Darius Leonard should get way more. Oh, there's. I, I agree. That Nobody's there, there talking about him at all, and the dude is literally the best defensive player on the best defensive team. He needs to be acknowledged. I 100% agree with that. I'm, I don't. I would vote for him personally. Okay. That's who I would vote for. I wouldn't. Just because I think pass rusher gets a little bit too much love sometimes. Like, I'm sorry. But, I think pass rushers get too much love. But in the same aspect, I think Michael Parsons Michael Parsons would have, was a better middle linebacker than Darius Leonard was. Michael Parsons year. doesn't play middle linebacker. He's a better linebacker than Michael Parsons but he's an, was. Okay, year. but again, he's an outside linebacker who's a pass rusher. Did we see what happened when Michael Parsons got put into pass coverage? He's terrible in pass coverage. Okay, and that's part of his job is to cover tight ends and running backs, and he was terrible at it. Like, when... When he played against Brady week one, Brady made him look stupid like eight times. He basically went okay. at the kid. You're talking about a rookie linebacker. I understand that, but like you brought him of all time. Okay, but you brought him into the defensive player of the year situation. Oh, I think it, I think so. But I'm just comparing, I have to bring that up. I'm comparing the two. I understand. Like we don't stop playing, or like weeks one through four still count. Oh, I know what you do there counts. Yes, okay, but your your analysis of a rookie linebacker against the greatest quarterback of all time, it I just think it. it doesn't hold the credibility that it really but that's, you think it really does. But it's going to help me with um, my arguments. So Darius Leonard, I agree, needs needs to be acknowledged. I don't think it's close. I, I really don't. Is it just the sack thing for you? It's the sack thing. I think T.J. Watt plays a more important role on the Steelers' defense than Darius Leonard does on the Whoa. Colts' defense. Whoa. All right, can we be in agreement that the Steelers' secondary is not very was not very good this year? Our no, corners weren't very good. Yeah, it's terrible. Safeties weren't very good. Okay, how much time in the pocket do quarterbacks have when T.J. Watt isn't in the game? Because the only other really great rusher we have is is Cam Hayward, and he hasn't really gotten to the quarterback much this year. He more or less has deflected more passes than he has sacks. That's fair. So That's fair. 
you don't think that with us having bad corners and a bad secondary all around, our linebackers weren't very good, that a quarterback having more time in the pocket and being able to scramble more is more effective than... Here's where I disagree with that. If teams are willing to take more shots against the Steelers, they're going to try to set up more shot plays, and that's going to give T.J. Watt more time to get home. I mean... No, I'm saying when T.J. Watt is not in the game. Because he did miss three total games when you add up all the time. Yeah. Three, four. I think I think with how what happened in those four total games that he was not in, I think that right there shows exactly how much of a role he plays in that Steelers they defense. They still were the 19th ranked defense. Like, I mean, he, yeah, he impacts the team, but does he impact it enough that they're a good defense? No, he didn't make them a good defense he this year. He impacts it enough to when he's on the field, our defense is somewhat credible and somewhat, somewhat reliable credible. in games. It's, it's pretty bad. It's very bad. It's bad. That is the Look, argument. He's, he's going to win it. Kay. I'm not saying he's not going to win it. I would vote for Darius Leonard. Okay. I would much rather see him win it. I think he's vastly underrated. I think he's probably the best middle linebacker in football now. Okay. If you want to make that a hot take and you want to argue Fred Warner, that's fine. I'll take Darius Leonard. Offensive player of the year. Offensive player of the year. I think this is pretty easy. Yes. Uh, I think it's just Cooper Cup. Yep. Uh, I 100% I agree. If anybody wants to argue Jonathan Taylor, did you guys beat the Jags? I think Jonathan, yes, that is the exact argument. That's my argument. Use. You didn't beat the Jags last week of the season. I'm sorry. You can't win that. Sorry you've been omitted from this award. Uh, I mean, actually, we forgot to do, like, third place defense player of the year. Did you have somebody? Who? I mean, who's your second place? Darius Leonard. Okay, and who's your third place? Aaron Donald. I think he's still Aaron Donald. Has I love it. I, I think he's still Aaron has Donald to be has on like the list. a he has a wicked down year, and it's like, <laughs> oh wait a minute, that guy's still ridiculous. Like, did you see him over the weekend? He basically was taking the whole Niners line by himself. Yeah, it's him. I mean, people are gonna argue like Miles Garrett or one of those stupid Cowboys. If players. Miles Garrett kept up the great season that he was having, I'd love to be able to say he was on this list again. See, here's the thing. The Browns' defense or, was not very good this year. There's one other guy. Sorry. You can keep going. I okay. just have one other one. Um, like, the Browns' defense. It's same same thing with the, the Steelers. Like, okay, Miles Garrett's really good. The Browns' defense was not good this year. Like, you have to be more impactful. I get that T.J. Watt had a ton of sacks, and Miles Garrett had a ton of sacks, but, like, they just don't impact the game enough for me. I, I, I liked Aaron Donald as the defensive player of the year because you have to triple-team that guy. That's impact. Like, you... If you don't block him, you're going to lose the game. Outside guys, you can chip them with running backs and slow them down and get the ball out quick. Inside guys, if they blow your play up, it's just over. The play's done. Like That's where I struggle with those two. But regardless, yeah, it's, it's Aaron Donald is the third. Roquan um, Smith? No, I can't do it. I, I think he's good, but not feeling it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think... He was uh, 18 sacks. Yeah, it was like 18, I think. He set the Bears record, I think. Yeah, he did set the Bears record. I, look, he, he was impressive, but again, their defense wasn't very good. I understand. I, I see. I don't. I my problem with that argument is, I don't know. I just you don't, should, I don't like the argument. You should at of least your defense be on. Isn't good, but you have a great one. I think if you, I think if you are the best player on a, on a really bad defense. You are getting targeted way more. Like, again, leadership in these awards matters to me. And if you're the best player on the best defense, like, clearly you're a leader on that team. And because defense is such a team-oriented thing, you know, it's not like offense where one guy on offense can change something. Defense, you need 11 guys. And the leader of those 11 guys, if he's that ridiculous of a player, like, that matters to me. That's why I struggle with T.J. Watt. I mean, he's going to win it. I'm not saying he's not no, deserving I, of it. No, I think, it, I but, think we're just having a conversation. I just I don't understand how, like, yes, Aaron Donald is far and away the best player on his, on his defense, but you still have Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I get, I, like, no, I get that. You still have all of these talented defenders. T.J. Watt has Minka Fitzpatrick and Jill Hayden and Cam Hayward. The other safety and there, Joe Schobert, Edmonds, right? Hold on, Edmonds. Yeah, what, what, you just listed all these guys. Like, didn't Joe Schobert make a Pro Bowl last year? Yeah, and then got traded from the Browns because he was doing so bad. No, he's on the Jags. Exactly, but he made a Pro Bowl last year. Like, 
You guys got all these players. Do you think we could? Walk? All I heard, all I heard was Joe Hayden was like a good corner. Do you last think year? we could walk to Walmart right now, and walk into Walmart and ask anybody? Can you name me a middle linebacker on the Pittsburgh Steelers that they know football well, and we'll not have up, someone say like we'll go up to somebody and say Stephon that, that's, that's wearing like football gear. It's like, can you name me like two defensive players on the Steelers that aren't Cam Hayward and TJ Watt? They're probably gonna and they're going to go Ryan Shazier and James Harrison. <laughs> like that's like, what they're going to say. We do not have a good defense. Like it was. It's yeah, not the steel curtain bad. anymore. It's a steel, steel lining of on it's the like floor. It's like steel wool that you but can we're wipe gonna your beat asshole the Chiefs, with. So it really doesn't matter. Oh, okay, now you're going to beat the Chiefs. All right. Um, second and third place for Offensive Player of the Year. Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. That's yep. interesting. It pains me to say it. i got to give Jonathan Taylor number two, even though you didn't beat the Col- or the Jags in the last game of the season. That matters. <sighs> Third is hard for me, but I like Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler was, like, really good this year. 30? How many touchdowns did he have? Like 20-something. I think he had almost 30. I'm not going to lie. No, he didn't have that many touchdowns. I don't know. I I don't know the exact number. I will agree. I think Austin Eckler was the second best running back in the league this year. Derrick Henry? Except Derrick. Honestly, like, can we just give... Offensive player of the year to Derrick Henry because what did he finish like fourth in rushing yards? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> still, no, he was out of the top five. Was he out of the top it five? Took, okay, like, week thirteen till week thirteen for him to yeah. lose it. Like, yeah, I I just I don't think it's really close. I don't really have a third if it's not Derrick Henry. I don't really think there was another standout guy. So I just said Mark Andrews because he came out and was the best tight end. I'd say by far this year. So I just kind of threw his name out there. Um, defense rookie of the year. We even got to talk about it. I'll give you a second. Sorry, I'm counting <laughs> Eckler's touchdowns right now because I just want to make sure we get this right. Just keep talking. Give me two seconds. Defense rookie of the year. We're gonna jump to. Um, it's Micah Parsons, and it's not close. Uh, <laughs> I'm just watching him count touchdowns really quick. You know, you he had just, he had 28. Could have just gone to an app, right? Uh, well, I'm on fantasy football, but it's only showing me his rushing touchdowns. Oh, okay. So he had 28 total touchdowns. Okay. Like, yeah, and he had, so he had 911 uh, rushing yards, and then uh, his receiving yards are about in the same area. It's like actually, he might have had a thousand receiving yards. It's pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Hey. I mean, I think Austin Eckler is the third for offensive it's or, fine. or offensive player of the year. Defensive rookie of the year, it's Micah Parsons. There's no competition. Like, it's Micah Parsons, and if anybody else wants to say anything else, there's nobody else. Like, we can talk. Like, we'll do Micah Parsons one honorable mention to Patrick Sertan. I thought Asante Samuel had a a few good weeks to start the season, and then he kind of fell off a little bit. Um, Christian Barmore for New England, really underrated season, but defensive tackle, you're not getting any recognition on that. You know, you just – you're not – but he was good. Um, Aziz Ojolari. Yeah, I thought Ojolari was really good for the Giants. I think he should definitely get some mentions on that, too. And I think that's really about it. Um, I mean, Trevon Merrick is in the playoffs, but I not enough impact. He had a lot of, like, missed opportunities. Like, that second or that first Chiefs game, Mahomes threw it up, like, four times. And it wasn't like he was breaking the ball up. It was like it got thrown to him, and he dropped it twice. And it's like, you got to come down with that. You just have to catch the ball. Okay. Um, this is where we're going to argue. Offensive rookie of the year. Now, we've had this argument over the past week or two because there is a guy that I think is deserving of it, won't win it, will not, because he's not a skilled position. So, my number one, I have Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is going to win the award. I, I think. I think he had a better rookie season than your number one, and your number one is... Mac Jones. Mac Jones. My number two is Mac Jones. My number three, the guy I think deserves it, Creed Humphrey, center for the Kansas City Chiefs. Most consistent rookie, played the biggest role in his off for his team by far. Came out number one center in football. I don't care. That's fine. I'm not, I'm not giving it to a center. This, I don't want to have this argument because he's not going to win it because he's a center. Deserves it. Okay. Jamar Chase versus Mac Jones. Where do you want to start? Look, I'm not saying Jamar Chase wasn't ridiculous this year. He was really good. But 
like he had some really big weeks, like he did. He had what a couple three touchdown games. He had that two hundred and sixty six yard game in the second to last week of the season. He was really inconsistent, and I know you're going to say Mac had some really inconsistencies too. Here's my argument to that: like three passes in a game. That's fine. I get that. Okay, but he also had some other games where he threw for three hundred yards and three touchdowns. Like, okay, it's a quarterback award. Call it what it is. It's a you have to be a quarterback basically to win it, and if you're not a quarterback. You have to be ridiculously consistent week in and week out and dominate. Was Mac Jones close to as good as Justin Herbert was last year? No, no, no. We're not. We can't use that argument because you're, you're you've against that it. argument. You've used it. I don't care. You I don't, don't like no, no, that no, no. argument. I'm going to throw your bullshit argument was he as good? Uh, ho- was actually, he hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Uh, did Justin Herbert make the playoffs last year? No, he didn't. Did Justin Herbert have close to as good of a defense or or, whoa, on, whoa, or, or coach whoa. as the Patriots okay. do this year? Coaching, I'll give you that. The Bosa, Nick Bo- or Joey Bosa, uh, Derwin James, Melvin Ingram last year. Hold on a minute. The Chargers defense is loaded with talent. Casey Hayward was still on the team. I don't want to hear that. Offensively, you gave him Mike Williams, who's the best jump ball receiver in football, Keenan Allen, and Austin Eckler, who was well, he was hurt last year. Jared so Cook. I, he didn't have Jared Cook last year. I'm talking about last year. Who did he he have? had Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Yes. I don't want to hear that. Does does Mac Jones have a Keenan Allen or a Mike no, Williams? No, his weapons suck. He's Damian Harris. <laughs> yes, Damian Harris. <laughs> Thanks. He's got Damian Harris. Okay, uh, no, who was hurt like six times this year? And fu- he fumbled. He, Damian Harris fumbled three games away uh, for us. I don't want to yeah, hear it. That's fine. Um. Do you think Trevor Lawrence could have done what Mac Jones did in that offense? No, I don't. I've said that Come for weeks. On. I've said that for weeks. Zach Wilson? No, <laughs> definitely not. With Bill Belichick in that offense? Is that, does Zach Wilson know what a check down? Does Zach Wilson know what a check down is? Zach Wilson was the second. Does Zach Wilson know what a check down is? It's fine. Does he so, know how to? Do check you think the ball Bill down? Belichick could have taught Zach Wilson what a check down is? No, I don't think he could You're have. So full of shit. It's not even funny. I don't think Zach Wilson would have won the job. I think Cam Newton would have had to start. The answer is Jamar Chase. Jamar <laughs> Chase's season was more comparable to Justin Jefferson's last year than it is from Mac Jones to Justin did, Herbert. I'm oh, sorry. Year. Did Justin Jefferson win Offensive nope. ro- Rookie of the Year last year? Nope. No. So then I don't want to hear it. Oh, he was comparable to Justin Jefferson. The, mo- the, the, mo- the biggest rookie. Se- I fucking hate you. The biggest rookie season. Kid show. Of all time. The best rookie season of all time by a wide receiver. Didn't win it because Justin Herbert had a better season. Jamar Chase is closer to Justin Jefferson as last year, and Jamar Chase had a better season than Mac Jones. Let me give you some, uh, some you know, Jamar Chase games, okay? We had a 54-yard game. We had a 65-yard game. We had a 77. We had a 32, a 49. This actually, here's a consecutive one. Consecutively, he goes 32, 49, 32, 39, 52, 77, 3. Then he has 125. Who is the three against? The three was against Denver. Didn't he also get hurt in that game? Pretty sure he, he had time. one catch on four targets. So I don't know if he got hurt, but he had four targets. Um, and they had a 26 in the last game of the season, which I don't know how much he played in. He that played one. a quarter. He had two catches on or four a targets. Drive. A quarter or a drive? I think he was a quarter. Okay. Well, With regardless, the quarterback. Like, there's some massive, massive inconsistencies. Yep. How many yards total? 1455. How many touchdowns? He had 13 touchdowns. What Mac? How many touchdowns did Mac throw? Mac threw 20 touchdowns. So 13 to 20. I understand that. You also notice that New England runs the ball like basically inside the five all yeah. the time. So, I mean, that's not something he can help. Okay. Did Matt, Who executed his offense better, Mac Jones or Jamar Chase? Who was the better record? Oh, wait, wait hang on. Who, who, they have the what? same record. What was the question, sorry? Who executes their offense better? I would... Probably say, I mean, I've compared Mac Jones to Tom Brady, so I guess Mac Jones. Is Jamar Chase even the best receiver on his own team? Are we sure? Because T. Higgins is a stud. Yeah. I've given you shit about that, but T. Higgins is ridiculous. Thank you. Like, what did he have, like five touchdowns in one game or something? It was like four touchdowns in two consecutive games. I think he had five through two games. Whatever it was. Look, Jamar Chase had an excellent year. It's a quarterback award. Okay. I'm trying to break those standards. It should be a center award this year. No, it's not. I'm not giving it to a most center. Consistent it's player, not happening. Most consistent player no. in this draft class. No. Say it. Most consistent. 
That's fine. He was the most consistent, but it, he plays center. Best a lot center of guys could have done his job. Best center in the league. Just a saying. lot of guys could do his job. It's fine. It's perfectly okay. There's not a lot of guys that can do play quarterback. Quarterback's the most difficult position on the field to play. It just is. And that rookie quarterback is going to the playoffs. Rookie quarterbacks that go to the playoffs win rookie of the year. They just do. Like I think Ben was rookie of the year, right? Ben Ben won rookie of the year. Yeah, he wasn't very good his rookie season. Dak was rookie of the year, went to the playoffs. Russell Wilson, no, did Russ win rookie of the year? I don't think he did, but he went to the playoffs because, oh, was he Andrew Luck's draft? I think he's Andrew. Isn't he Andrew Luck? I don't know. Regardless. Baker Mayfield won it, didn't go to the playoffs. Kyler Murray won it, didn't go to the playoffs. Justin Herbert won it, didn't go to the playoffs. I understand what you mean. Mac Jones went to the playoffs Mac Jones is probably going to win it. Does not deserve it. Doesn't. Okay, doesn't deserve it? I don't think he deserves it over Jamar Chase. He's number two. I don't he won ten games as a rookie. It. That's yeah. impressive. Anytime a rookie wins ten games playing quarterback, that's impressive. I'm yeah. sorry. How many games did the he defense deserves to win? How many games did the defense win? Yes, for for the for the New England Patriots. Defense was really good. I'm not saying it wasn't. Mac Jones executed his job. He did his job. That's what he was asked to do. He did what he was asked to do. I can tell you, the defense definitely won one of one of the games. I don't know what you're talking about. Probably the game that we were at. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, uh, Coach of the Year. Yeah, that's what the fuck I thought. Coach of the Year. We're going to have an argument. I don't care. This this award is dumb, in my opinion. Why is this award dumb? Because it doesn't... Like, sure, your answer, just spill it. Bill Belichick. Yeah, it's Bill Belichick. The greatest coach of all time. Yeah, my answer is Mike Vrabel. Number one seed in the AFC. I missed Derrick Henry for eight weeks, nine weeks, something like that. Yeah, didn't he have like losses to the Jets and to the Jags and you to lost the to the Texans. Dolphins twice. The Dolphins almost made the playoffs. They went nine and eight. Like let's not act, let's stop acting like the Dolphins are a complete train wreck. They're a train wreck today because they fired Brian Flores for no reason. But it's not like the Dolphins have this terrible team. Also, the Dolphins have owned New England for like seven years, basically. They played Mac in his very first start when Damian Harris fumbled the ball on the seven-yard line as they were about to score a touchdown to win the game. And then they played the Patriots in the last game of the season when New England's basically playing for nothing in Miami. Joe Judge got fired. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, they had said that they were going to keep him. That's pretty interesting. Two minutes ago via Bleacher Report. Wow. I guess next week we'll have to do uh, coaching hires, assuming nobody gets hired in a week. Yeah. Um, I don't think it matters. If they give it to Bill Belichick, I'm not going to be mad. I'm going to say, okay. I'll now move on with my life. I'm sorry, I'm not giving it to Vrabel. They lost a ton of games without Derrick Henry. Like, they lost some embar- They lost to the Jets, dude. Like, you can't lose to the Jets and win coach of the year. I'm sorry. Like, just no. No way. He lost to the Texans, too. Didn't yeah. he lose two to the Texans or just one? No. no, just one. Like, he lost to the Texans and to the Jets. And they're still the one seed. Uh, that's fine. Great, but have you can't lose to the Texans. Games? Like they I, have I, won good games, but I'm, like, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say is um, do only the good games matter? No, all the games matter, right? Yeah. Okay, well you can't win the good games and then turn around and lose to the Texans and the Jets. I'm sorry. Okay. It, like if Belichick loses to the Texans and the Jets, we're sitting here. Bill Belichick's lost his mind. I, he's over. He's old. He needs no, to get I mean, out of they there. Wouldn't really be in the playoffs if they lost to the Texans and the Jets, but yeah, that's right. Fine. Like. I'm sorry. It's not Vrabel. Okay. It's just not. I disagree. I, I think it's going to be Vrabel. I'm not. That I'm is not my prediction. That. I don't think so. Okay. That's fine. Um, comeback player there. We're going to talk about it. We really care. I think it's Dak Prescott. I think it's Joe Burrow. I, I really don't care. I think this is a dumb award to begin yeah, with. Yeah. I mean, like, it's basically, oh, you got hurt last year and you came back and played. Congratulations. Yeah. Like, it's like we felt really bad for you last year. So here's this this year because you played decently well. Like, we celebrated Alex Smith for winning this award. Like, um, okay. I think he's the most deserving of this award ever. Dude should have never walked again. And he played in a football game. Multiple Yeah, and it was bad. Was re- shouldn't have been playing. He should have been walking. Right, he shouldn't have been playing in them. He could have actually lost his leg playing yeah. in those games. That but was he did. stupid. So, I, I think the award is dumb, and I don't really think it matters. Um... I had a question. I don't remember what it was. 
So I'll we're going to move on. I'll get back to you. Yeah. All right. So the playoff bracket's set. We have our matchups for this week. We have our one seeds who are getting their bye. Uh, we're going to do these games in order. Okay. Raiders, Bengals. I have the Bengals. I also have the Bengals. Um, oh, wait. Are we going to just do this? Announce them? We're, we're moving the Flaming Five wins of the week into the playoffs. Um, we don't know what to call it as of right now. Updated score. I won. Congratulations. I, 51 to 47. It's an illegitimate season. We missed two weeks. I'm that sorry. Was all on you. Uh, no, I'm sorry. You never sent me your picks. I had my picks ready all to go. All on you. I don't know what Bullshit. you're talking about. Bullshit. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to move these into the playoffs. Start clean slate, 0-0. Zero, zero. Um, yeah, I have Bengals over Raiders 24 to 21. Do you have any way that the Raiders can win this game? Yes. So what? what's the game plan for the Raiders to win? What do they have to do? Um, their corners in their state, and their secondary really needs to step its game up. They can't have... They cannot have what the Chargers were doing against them happen to them. They can't have oh we're gonna just we're just gonna get to the quarterback and like make them throw fast, first, second, and third down, and then just let Joe Burrow throw it willy nilly. First and second on third down, throw it willy nilly, and let's just let him catch the ball because that's that's realistically what was gonna lose the Raiders the game against the Chargers on Monday night or on Sunday night. Luckily for them, it didn't, and luckily for the Steelers, it didn't. But it is what it is. I think if the Raiders can say, all right, Trayvon Morg, you really need to, and Casey Hayward, you really need to sit here and you need to play very good at defense, lock up T. Higgins and, and Jamar Chase, and and let's just, because their, their front four is good. Their I linebackers mean, are decent. I think the way to beat them, you got to play a shell coverage. you got to play two high safeties. You have to oh, get home with technical. four. I wasn't getting technical. I'm going to get technical with it. That's where I want to go. Um, two high safeties. you got to. Pressure the receivers at the line, you know, get the get them off their timing, get home with four. I mean, that's I think Joe Burrow's the kind of quarterback that's gonna throw it to you four times, and you gotta make sure you catch at least two of them. I, they've had some stinkers all year. I like we're everybody's riding high on the Bengals because they beat the Chiefs. Like both of these teams have had had stinkers all year. That's why this is one of the these are hard games to <coughs> I think this is the worst of all the playoff games. I think this is the worst playoff game, personally. Yeah. I have Bengals 31-18. That's what I have. Yeah. I I don't even know if they're going to score close to 50 points. I have total 45. You have 49. Um, I think this game is going to be just hell on wheels to watch, and I'm not looking forward to it. I'm really not. I think I would have much rather loved to see a Justin Herbert-Joe Burrow kind of game here instead of a Derek Carr-Joe Burrow kind of game. Nobody wants to watch Derek Carr. Derek Carr's terrible. Top 15. Oh, my God. No, he's not. Top 15. It's fine. It's, it's whatever. Agree to disagree. Okay, the second Saturday game is uh, the Patriots at Bills. They're predicting sub-zero temperatures and 40-mile-an-hour wind gusts for this Oh, there game. are winds? There are I thought wind. I read earlier there weren't supposed to be winds. I am picking up winds. They're saying massive wind chill. Remember, this is an 8 o'clock game, so oh. 8 o'clock. Well, I based my game off of no wind. The last weather report I got was... They're expecting high winds and severe weather. Okay. Mine might have changed. Eh, we'll keep it. Fuck it. I seven, I'm not. Yeah, go ahead. I got 17-14 bills. <sighs> See, I'd rather us lose in a blowout. I'd rather you guys, I'd rather them just blow us out. Because if I have to stomach a close loss, that's going to be really hard for me. I got New England 20-16. to 16. I, I think Matt, I, Bill, historically, when he's played a team three times in one season, He's undefeated in the third game. I just think he'll have a better formula than the last time they played. I don't think it's exactly going to be the first formula from the first game because I think that was rare. But Max played in cold weather a couple times now. He's played in the in the wind now. Like I expect him to be a little bit better and then be, to be able to rely on him. Um, also, pressure gets to Josh Allen. Like we, oh yeah, we've seen that a hundred times. Like. Oh, it's it's third and four. I literally can just roll out and get the first down. Hang on, I need to run backwards seven yards. <laughs> I got Patriots over the Bills, 2016. I'm not betting against the Patriots. If you guys think I'm going to sit here and tell you the Bills are going to win that game, you're on crack. No objectivity whatsoever on this one. I'm just going with my uh, with my Your Super Bowl trash pick. Super Bowl pick, which is going to be over by next week. You, 
Fuck. At least all of my teams are there. You have. You were so. No, no, I got Bucks Chiefs. You were so inconsistent with yours and didn't like it that you had to write Chargers in there. I said the Chargers and the Cowboys had a shot. You were so not confident in your pick that you you have a second one. Hold on. That's not true. I don't have a second one up there. I said I think the Chargers and the Cowboys could both make it. That was like 12 weeks ago. I still think the Bucks and Chiefs are going to be there. Okay. I think the Bucs and Chiefs are going to play in Zoom <laughs> just to, There's five teams up there. That's fine. There's four teams up there. I only have two. So That's fine. I never, and there both was, your teams are going to be out this week. There was never a doubt. Both um, your teams are going to be out this week. Bucks eagles I have a weird feeling about this game. Oh, my God. You have a weird feeling about this game. 35 to 27. I have the Buccaneers winning. You have a weird feeling about this game, but I have a closer score than you. Yeah. I have Bucks thirty to twenty seven. The I, Eagles are going to score a dumb touchdown late and make it close. That's I it. I do think that the Eagles have a chance of winning this game. Not yeah, as I much don't. as you do. <laughs> no, no, as I, I don't do. think it's actually going to be that close. I think the Eagles will get the ball with like two minutes left, down ten, and they'll go score a cheap touchdown because the Bucks will just be in prevent mode. Okay. Like I don't think it's actually going to be that close. It's really going to be like a ten point game, but they get a close one at the end. All right. No, I'm not. It, the Eagles in the playoffs. I'm not putting any faith in that. Brady is not losing. First of all, Eagles fans love Tom Brady more than anything still, else, so it doesn't matter. He's still pissed off about that Super Bowl. I, I have a feeling Gronk's gonna have a massive day. It's in Tampa. The Bucks don't lose in Tampa. They dominate everybody there. Gronk wasn't even a part of that Super. Yes, he was. The Eagles? Is my years messed up? What what year was the Eagles Super Bowl? 2017. He oh, literally yeah. played in it. He you're caught right, two touchdowns right. and he had like a hundred, right. like 126 yards. I get game. it. He was awesome in that game. All right. Um, this is the best playoff game of the week. Yes, I think. Um, and I it's have, gonna be the one I'm looking forward to the most. He's the first son. I mean, you know how I feel about Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. You also know how I feel about Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. I love me some Dak Prescott. He's one of my favorites in the league. But I'm rolling with Jimmy G and Kyle. I'm I'm rolling with the pretty boys. I got the 49ers. I got them 35-31. This Niners team is the one team in the playoffs I don't want to face. I they can beat you. They they know exactly how they're going to beat you, and it's the same thing every week, and nobody can stop it. You cannot stop their run game. Debo Samuel is just constantly running wild in the secondary. Like that dude lines up behind the quarterback, gets the ball pitched to him, and he's 40 yards downfield before you can blink. It's ridiculous. I think the Cowboys are frauds. Um, oh, they're frauds now. I have 49ers 31-28. 39-28. 31-28. 31-28, right. okay. I, I think the Cowboys are frauds, and I think this is where the season ends, right here. I mean, we both agree. With, with if, they, if the Cowboys played basically any of the other wild cards, I would have picked them. Um, I would have picked them against any other wild card. I wouldn't have picked them against the Bucks. The Bucks aren't a wild card. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's the Cardinals. Uh, I would pick Eagles. them the Cardinals. I'd pick them I would the Eagles. Pick, I would pick them to beat the Cardinals. Okay. I would. Kyler Murray's first playoff game. Cliff Kingsbury's first playoff game. I don't trust that. I would pick the Cowboys in that one. But all right. All right. Now, now the game the most path- matters. The most pathetic game of the week. Your stupid team that shouldn't have got in because we should have just had a tie, which America was rooting for the tie. We all wanted it. We... You know what happened? Vince McMahon bought the NFL, and one of the one of the scriptwriters came to the office, and they were like, "Vince, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have a tie. God damn it, a tie! We can't have a tie. No, the storyline is too crazy. We can't do it." That's what he said. He said we have to let the Steelers in because we got to have all those old head fans that still love Hulk Hogan and the Steelers to come back. And oh my God, I cannot believe I have to watch your stupid team in prime time. Like. Why did they make this game the Sunday night game, too? Why do the Steelers and the Chiefs get to play in Sunday? Can't we make that the 1 o'clock game? Or the, what, is it the 1 o'clock game on, on Sunday? There's 1 to 4 and an 8. Yeah, like, can't they be the 1 o'clock game and we get Niners-Cowboys at 8 o'clock and Bucks eagles at 4? Like, why do we have to watch your stupid team on NBC with the best commentator group? Uh, oh, my God. I'm going to have to listen to Chris Collins when they go, 
Ah, uh, you know, Al, like Big Ben, you know, four or five years ago, he's just not the same guy anymore. He just can't he can't make linebackers bounce off of him like he used to. Let's talk about Chris Collinsworth for a second. The beautiful acting performance on the rig job that the NFL almost set up on, on Sunday night. Fucking great. Uh, you know, we're looking at a tie here. I don't know why these teams wouldn't. He's giving a little wink wink to Al Michaels on in the in the broadcast booth. Fuck that guy. That was the most Kid annoying show. broadcast. I thought the to broadcast was to. excellent. Um, I thought NBC did an excellent job of literally laying it out there that there was possibly a fix in on that game. You know why uh, I mentioned weird feeling? Oh Jesus! Did the Eagles Bucks? There, I dare you to pick the Steelers to beat the Chiefs. There, I dare there you. There is a weird. I dare you. <laughs> there is a weird dare feeling you. going through my gut right all day, all day that the Steelers are just gonna. Pull out, but I bet he picks the Chiefs. Pull something out of their ass. I'm gonna pick Steelers. Twenty. At least you have the courage of your conviction. To seventeen. You're gonna pick twenty to seventeen over the Chiefs. I didn't want to. I'm glad I just talked you into it. Can't so have now a I'm, weird feeling. I'm definitely gonna start a game up on you in this playoff run because that was the dumbest pick you could have made. I just got talked into that. That's not my. Don't come down. Don't show up to record a podcast and go. I have a weird feeling about this team. No, I have Chiefs. I should make you pick the Eagles too. I have Chiefs twenty-four to fourteen. I won't be shocked. I I I will be. <laughs> I will not be shocked if we get absolutely pounded by the Chiefs on Sunday night. You want my score? But give me a second. Okay. But I do think that the Steelers are going to pull something out of their ass. They got something for Patrick Mahomes. They don't have anything. He's about they to take literally his second playoff they, loss. In, in the you, we just career. got done. You telling me how bad the Steelers' defense is and how bad they are all around. Mike Tomlin. What the hell has Mike Tomlin done in the last ten years? Patrick nothing. Mahomes nothing to do with TJ Watt. Chiefs thirty-nine, Steelers nine. That's yeah, all I gotta say. It's not gonna happen. You're getting blown out by thirty. No. Like Big Ben, the what last play. If we win. You guys aren't winning the game. What, I'm not what happens? About, there's, there is no what happens. You're just not going to win. If we win this game, you got to buy me two shots at the bar. <laughs> oh. I want no I want three to one odds. Hell no! Am I giving you three Steelers, to one? Yeah. No Ste- way! You have, them, you have them winning by thirty. I want three to one odds. No. Steelers win. You buy me three shots at the bar. Chiefs win. I'll buy you one. No. No. E- two. Two to one odds. No. That's bullshit. Straight up. <laughs> One to one? It's straight up. No! You have us losing by 30. I don't care. That's because I'm convinced you guys are going to lose. I'm not giving you three to one, though. Give me two to one. No. I'm, I don't have to give you anything. Four to two. I'm not giving <laughs> you four to two. Hell no. One to one. No, no deal. I, I'm not going to. I'm me. straight betting this. I'm not, I'm not triple betting. Right. No way. Look, you guys are going to get annihilated. Just the retirement party is at as Sunday at 8 p.m., like, just get ready for it. They're going to have the stupid... NBC's going to have that dumb montage squared up of all of Ben's amazing moments. Probably going to be one of him, like, raping a girl or something, but because he's a piece up. of shit. He's a piece <laughs> of shit. That guy's a piece of shit. Like, call it what it is. Look, they're not winning this game. They don't have the offense. They don't have the defense. They don't have any of the things necessary to win this game. The well, Chiefs are going to win. The Chiefs are going to beat you guys by 30. It's 2006 again. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. Cardinals, Rams. 2017 Rams. Do you feel confident in, at all no. Matthew Stafford no. in a playoff game? No. Like, that guy's never won a playoff game. Uh, this ever. is the least confident I am in any of my picks. Oh, um, really? Yes. It's Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray. First playoff games. Who do I have more faith in? Matthew Stafford. Do you? Because I have more faith in Kyler much. Murray. Kyler Murray's looked pretty good down the stretch here. He's been running the ball a little better. I mean, no D-hop hurts, but like I like A.J. Green. I like Christian Kirk. The defense is still pretty good. Like I think this is just coming down to who has the better team and who has home field advantage. I think both of those go to the Rams. Home field, hold on a minute. Did you hear, did you hear the statement uh, that Rams players made about the 49ers game on Sunday? Oh, yeah. Well, they were Rams, shocked. Rams they were shocked. Fans. Don't and, show up. Right, to their, they their don't home. have home field advantage. They play. They play away games every week. The the Rams players were shocked by how many 49ers fans there were at the, at SoFi on Sunday. They're playing an away game on a Monday night. And the last time these two teams played Monday night, the Rams shellacked the Cardinals in their building. Like the Cardinals are coming back for blood. The Cardinals are winning this game. I got 28-21. I'm rolling with Kyler. 
rolling with rolling with Matty Ice, the Matty Ice of the of the West Coast. That is sorry. Um, you're very confident in this game. I'm confident in every single one of my picks. I don't like these games. To, to I think these were some of the easiest games to pick all year long. You and I are. I look at all these matchups. My friend, I look at all these matchups, and there's clear disadvantages for each team. I think the Rams have a clear identity crisis. I, I don't think they know who they are, and they have Matthew Stafford. And anytime Matthew Stafford's been in a pressure situation in his life, he's failed. I think the Chiefs are clearly the better team over the Steelers. I don't even need to have a conversation. The Cowboys are going to struggle to stop the run against the 49ers. The 49ers are going to be able to run the ball. They're dynamic. They have a better coach. They're going to get outcoached. Tampa Bay has Tom Brady. The, the Eagles have fucking Jalen Hurts. I don't want to talk. I don't have to talk about that. Kid show. The Patriots have Bill Belichick and the the Bills have Sean McDermott. You know how you didn't say uh, Mac Jones? No, this is a, that's this is going to come down to rookie coaching. of the year, Jamar Chase. This comes down to coaching. This playoff game is about coaching. This is Bill's legacy. That's what this is about. Raiders, Bengals. Oh my God. One team has Derek Carr. The other one at least has Joe Burrow. Give me Joe Burrow. Zach Taylor versus Rick Basaccia. That's <laughs> uh, what, 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 what What is he? Oh, Pit Boss Rick. That's what I'm going to call him from now on. He just he looks like he belongs working a smokehouse. I'm calling him Pit Boss Rick from now on. The guy looks like he's ha- he should have a cigar and a beer in the other hand. All I see is a stressful weekend for a football lover because I just got to wait till Sunday night to watch my team lose to the Chiefs. Potentially lose to the Chiefs. Why would they put that game on Sunday? Like, just Everyone why? Loves watching why do that to them? Why? I Every, don't understand that. Everybody loves watching. Well, it's also probably because people be asleep halfway through the game, so they don't got to watch the blowout happen. Yeah, maybe they're, they figure. Oh, like, potential blowout. You think blowout. I don't. Your guys are getting blown out. It might be 24 to nothing in the first quarter. Yeah, you hope. You don't want to play Ben Roethlisberger. I'll tell you that much. The guy that hasn't won a playoff game in five years. We beat the Chiefs. We're fucking rolling through the Titans. Kids show. Promise you, we're rolling through the Titans. You're going to roll through the Titans. Promise. Okay. Wow. Would you play? The, yeah, you would yep. play the Titans. Oh, my God. That is that is a promise. We, Derek Henry we, will come back just in time to run for 240 on We guys. beat the Chiefs. We're rolling through the Titans, and we're going to roll through whoever we play in the AFC Championship game. And that's a fact. Put it on everything. That's gambling advice right there. Wow. Listen to me. I, I like New York at sports betting, and I am all over it. Start listening to me. You, you think Book It with Trent on TikTok's great? I'm going to be Book It with Andrew. I'll lead you guys to the promised land with these oh parlays this weekend. All right, guys. That's going to do it for this episode. Uh, Andrew, you want to... You want to do our little? Say, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't get to. to take, I, I, take I can't listen to you talk about your gambling problem anymore. I mean, go ahead. All right, guys. As always, follow us on Twitter. Highly disputed. Highly disputed. Did you want to slow? E. My God, nobody heard what you just said. All right, guys. As always, follow us on Twitter. That's highly undisputed without the e. Both of our personal Twitters are in the bio. Still don't have mine. Not, can't get into it. This isn't even a running joke anymore. I just I cannot get into it. I have to make a new one. I've just given up at this point. Um, send us emails at highlydisputed247 at gmail.com. That one does have the E. I don't really care what you guys send. We're going to look at it all. We're going to answer it all. Send us whatever you want. You want to send us good recipes for food? Perfect. Send us whatever you guys want. Questions, comments, concerns, improvements on the podcast we can make. Tell us that Garrett sucks. And then I'm best for five Flaming Five Wins of the Week. The best podcast segment in sports history. Didn't even say that this week. That's all I got. I will see you guys next week when the Steelers beat the Chiefs. Bye.